The Home Show with Tom Tynan podcast is made possible thanks to our partners like James Hardy in the Hardy Siding System. Add value, appeal, and protection to your home with the Hardy Siding System. I'm a hard-working man. Working man, working man. Good morning, Houston. Let's get you from to-do to done right now. I can ride rope, a hammer, and paint. Do things with my hands that most men can't. I'm a hard-working man. Need help with your to-dos? Or someone you can trust to do it for you? We're here for you. Home Show Radio continues with Tom Tynan. It's time to switch to that hard-working man attitude. And that means home improvement. That time of year, it is different time. I, I got here. I'm very confused, <laughs> which is a great way to start the show, right? Time change this weekend. Check understood. Spring forward. Got that one too. And then it says your sunrise will be sooner. It doesn't sound like. I don't think so. <laughs> I think sun a sunset will be later. I don't know. I never could figure it out. Although it seemed pretty dark when I got up today. Not that I'm complaining. I get up five, six every morning. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what day it is. Monday, Sunday, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, it, I just get up, but it just seemed darker. So I'll just leave it at that. But it is the right time. It is 8.02 right now. And uh, it is one hour ahead. If you didn't set it for one hour ahead and you're up, so what? It's okay. Either way, it's, it's not about the clock. It's about you. It's all about you and getting your home improvements done or whatever else you're going to do today. I'm sure everybody has plans. It's been Weather's been great besides the pollen. Uh, it's been beautiful and it's going to be another beautiful week, although a little rain mixed in here once in a while would not be a bad thing. So we can maybe uh, take our clothes off, run around the backyard and do our rain dance. Uh, please don't do that. For the three of you listening right now, do not do that. Your neighbors will call someone and then... Say, Tom, Tommy, too. <laughs> Don't do that. All right. Anyway, we will talk today about your home improvements. I'll be with you until 11 o'clock. And then uh, whatever you want to do for the rest of the day, I guess, is good. And then I guess tonight I keep hearing about Oscars and stuff, but not much of an interest to me. I don't care who's slapping who. I can uh, just hang around the college campus, watch people slap each other sometimes. So I was breaking something up. Anyway, call me, 281-833-3333. That's 281-833-3333. Better yet, you want to watch some slapping, watch the Three Stooges. It's a lot more entertaining than the Oscars. That is for sure. I grew up with them every morning and every afternoon. Boy, they got a lot of play time back in the day when there was three TV stations. And we will talk. Now, I mentioned yesterday that there were some things... And I'm going to continue on the theme this today because this is the weekend of maintenance. Things you need to do right now to your home. We just listened to somebody talking about home maintenance and take care of your home and this and that. Well, one of the things that people tend to put off because they don't want to spend the $70 or $50. And I remember one caller once called me and said, if I call them, they just find something wrong. And then they charge me a whole bunch of money. Well, first off, I'm talking about your maintenance on your air conditioning system. It, this is the, this is the time. You don't put it off any longer. We are now March 12th, and we're halfway through March, and it is time. The weather is changing. We're not getting any more cold weather, and you need to get your air conditioning system ready for the summer, period. That's just the way it is. Now, the comment was, 
every time I call them, they find something wrong and it costs me a lot of money. Well, maybe you're calling the wrong person. Maybe you're calling the wrong company. So I want you to call a company. And then if they find little things, you should fix them. Yeah, I need a capacitor. Yeah, get a capacitor. Oh, it cost me an extra 200 bucks or whatever. I know, but you do that now and you'll, you will save $20,000 down the road and your system will last a lot longer. I talked, I had a, a, a finally an evaporator coil go out on me. First time I've ever had an evaporator coil go out. No, I think it's the second time. My very first time I had a very old system in it and that one went out. Uh, and then I replaced the system. But this time I just replaced the evaporator coil. This happened last week. But my, my point here is not what happened to me. Nobody cares about that. What happened was is I talked to the installer. Eric is the guy that insta- uh, did the uh, repair and installed the new evaporator coil. Great guy. Uh, I've, he works at a, the company that I, I talk about, AirTech of Katie. And, you know, we're talking about an old unit. I said, man, Eric, you got this. He said, this system is running perfect. I said, well, I've always really taken good care of it. I've always replaced the parts and pieces. I've always taken care of it every year. And now I'm 23 years into it now. Actually, more. 2023, 1997, 26 years. 26 years. That's not bad <laughs> for the initial cost I put in. And uh, he said, it's low and cold. It's nice. Everything's running. The air, air movement's great. Ductwork, everything. And I said, cool. Uh, I was really happy with it. And we met, talked about it. And one of the things he said, not I said, but he said, I've always practiced this. And he said, you must have practiced this because that's why your system is still going to run. You know, this system is 20. It started out at 26 years old. Now I got a new evaporator coil, so it's year one on that. And I had a condensing unit put in about six years ago or five years ago. So uh, I've replaced parts and pieces, and those were some bigger costs. But it's still the same. It's still got an R22 in there. Uh, They went and brought a bottle and filled it up. It's running really nice. R22 is a wonderful refrigerant for results. And as far as that goes, and it's not a global warming issue either, so don't get me on that. The 410A is a global warming issue, and that's what you're using now. I don't use that. Mine was a hole in the ozone issue, and that's gone. That's healed up. So I'm just patting myself on the back for being smarter than the average bear. Uh, as as far as that goes, though, uh, he said, you know, you must be taking care of it. I said, yes. He goes, you know, if people realized if they took care of these things, they will last 30 years. And I said, I know. I've got one behind my garage. It's actually 36 years old. It's running fine. I did have to put a new valve on there this last year, and it cost me $450. But it sure beats putting in the $10,000 system. And today's equipment costs are ridiculously high because of federal regulations. Starting this January 1st made it even worse, probably raised it 20% plus. So the equipment cost is just out of control. And the repair costs on the new equipment because of the bells and whistles, just like you find out with your car today, is just out of control too. So do your maintenance on your air conditioning system. That's how I'm starting out this hour. I'm going to push it a lot, probably a little bit more next weekend. And then, you know, it's not that everybody listens all the time, but I'm trying to catch everybody here and there and just reminding them whether you do it or not, that's really going to be up to you. But I suggest that's the first thing you do right now this month. If you can't do anything else this month, do that. And then the other thing is, if you have a generator, make sure that's running because hurricane season is right around the corner. And before hurricane season, we can sometimes get a volatile spring with a lot of storms coming through. You lose power quite quite a bit. Make sure your generator is running also. That's the second thing that you want to really uh, concentrate on uh, as far as getting something done right now. And if you don't want to spend any money, I would definitely call for your free termite inspection. 
I don't know who your pest control company is. If you're looking for somebody, uh, McGrath Pest Control, one of our certified home show pros here, are, are doing uh, free termite inspections right now. So get your termite inspection done because I do know, and this doesn't cost anything. Even if they find it, it's not going to charge you. Hey, we found it. Now we're going to charge you. It's only if you want them to control it, they'll tell you what it'll take. Uh, so if you have to save some money up or make a deal with it, that's fine. But at least get the free inspection so you know where you are because the termites are going they're a little hungry this year. I don't know why. I'm sure some entomologists could tell you. All I know is that uh, termite inspections are important, and I'm actually going to call for mine tomorrow because I want to go ahead and get it done, too. This is my maintenance month. That's why it's on my mind. And I found a lot more stuff than I hope you don't have to find uh, because I've been traveling so much working. I have not been home taking care of the place as well as I should. I can say it is almost 100% back the way it's supposed to be and i'm very happy about it but like anybody i did have to uh dish out a few dollars for doing it there's no doubt about it all right call me 281-833-3333 one of the things that might be on your list this year to do is get your house painted or even some interior rooms painted, some sheetrock repair fixed, uh, some siding repair. You don't have to reside your home if you've got 10 or 20 pieces of siding that are rotten. You can have it replaced and the outside of the house painted. You'll save thousands of dollars. So don't think, oh, I got to just let it go and save enough money to do the whole thing. And you never do and the house falls apart. You can, you can repair. You don't have to always replace, although you replace pieces in the repair process. And Rudy's Quality Painting can do that. One of the things as a professional painting company that they do is they provide full service. Unlike most painting companies, or a lot of them out there, only provide partial service. They're a painting company. They call themselves that. And then they'll say, well, you've got rotted siding and this and that. We can paint over it. And maybe they will. You say, yeah, just paint over it. And they'll probably do it. You don't want to do that. You want a company to say, yeah, we'll have to replace this, 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 and this. I got a carpentry crew. They'll come in and do that. Then we'll come in with our prep crew and then our paint crew. Uh, your sheetrock repair will be done by our sheetrock repair people. You can have the full service done, so you deal with one person. And that one person, well, you deal with more people in your house. And they're nice people, but the one person who owns the company is Rudy. And Rudy's a great guy. He will take good care of you. He'll make sure you're happy, and it'll look fantastic. I'll guarantee you that. And he's not going to cut corners on product, where a lot of painters will. That's Rudy's Quality Painting. Give him a call at 281-227-6100. If it's on your list of things to do this year, for <laughs> thank you. It's not on my list, but he had done mine several years ago. One thing about a paint job on the outside of the home, if you have Hardy and your house is, is detailed right and you get Rudy to paint it with the right products, it's probably going to be 15, 20 years before you have to do it again. And I am into about, I think, 8 to 10 years of my paint job from him that he did one that long ago. And that was the second paint job I've done on this house. And I've been in this house, like I said, I think it was 23, 24 years now. So he will take good care of you on that one, too. And it will last. Rudy's Quality Painting, 281-227-6100. Take the guesswork out of your next project. Get advice from Tom, then get help you can trust. Get an expert who meets Tom's standards, a certified home show pro. Advanced Home Exteriors, hardy pros you can trust for hardy color plus siding. Texas Floors, the come-to-you floor store, service and savings you can stand upon. Right Touch Electrical, the right way is the only way at Right Touch Electrical. Find Tom's directory of trusted home show pros anytime for any project at homeshowradio.com. 
Now, more Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. And we begin with the callers here at Home Show Radio. I'm Tom Tynan. Call me 281-833-3333. It's always the easiest time to get in on the show on uh, the first hour on Sunday morning because it's pretty slow. Everybody's getting out of bed, and with a time change, it even makes it more confusing. And that's all we need in life is more confusion. But I want you all just to relax. It's just a clock. Uh, when you're hungry, eat. And feed your dog. If, and kind of feed and walk your dog. Kind of work him into the new time. Don't try to break him in in one day. He might kill you in your sleep. Or in your cat, for that matter, too. Cats don't put up with that stuff. All right, 281-833-3333. Let's talk to Steve. Steve, you're on Home Show Radio. Hey, Tom. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, Tom. I'm... Uh got an old house it was built back in 48 we're going to finally finish renovations and start painting um i know just pulling off some of the old paint there's probably been multiple coats put on it obviously some is i would think lead-based uh, my thoughts were to go ahead and you know power wash it scrape it then power wash it again um then go ahead and and caulk it and prime it would that be would that be the appropriate way do you have paint that's peeling off yeah, I do. I have pretty good-sized okay. chunks. Okay. Well, the, yes, it's going to have lead. There's no doubt about it. And power washing will okay. be will be a good thing. What what the process is with lead on the outside, you want to make sure that people aren't around. And you put down you can put down plastic drop cloths or drop cloths of any kind, and you scrape it, hopefully not on a windy day, and the big stuff will fall down those drop cloths. You wrap it all up. And you put it in a plastic bag and you throw it away. That's fine. Then you can give it a power okay. wash. Here, here's I, I'm a I'm a licensed lead renovator, right? So here's the the problem with renovated uh, lead uh, have lead on, in paint. Outside not as bad as inside, but the danger and what we have to do as lead renovators, if we get into something like that, we have to uh, inform the homeowners about the danger and keep them away during the process and then we have to do a very good cleanup at the end it's very simple okay uh it's best if you don't have to do too much scraping and it, it the paint is in good shape it's always best just to cover it over with the new paint and encase it and just leave it alone people who want to sand it all off and stuff that's where they get into trouble but here's the danger that i want you to be careful about if you go out there that day and you start scraping and you're working hard, I want you to wear a, a mask. I know you don't want to breathe the lead, right? I've got and it. And yeah. you're going to get it all over your clothes and all over your skin and stuff like that. Put some clothes on you want to throw away. Don't take those okay. clothes in your house. Don't put them in your truck. You know where they found the biggest lead poisoning is right now? Is children that are children of painters and they get in their dad's or, or mom's trucks and they get lead poisoning because all that paint dust and everything, every day these guys get back in their trucks with all that garbage. And all of a sudden, that's where they're tracing it down. So you have this residual okay. that is really the danger part. So if you handle it properly, yeah, go ahead and scrape, collect the, what falls down, throw it away, get rid of your clothes, hose yourself off. Don't take that stuff into your house, even your shoes. Make sure you clean them or do something with them. But the best thing to do is just get rid of all of that. And that's why you'll see guys wearing these real thin Tyvek suits and masks if you're going to do a true lead renovation process so they can throw everything away. Okay, cool. So, um, my next question is, uh, I've got a lot of nails that I, that are, have just worked their way out. Should I, should I put, just push those back in or should I pull them and then re-nail? 
I'd pull them and renail because they're going to keep backing okay. out on you. Uh, okay. So you'll do this great job and look fantastic, and then next year you see all these yeah. numbers pop back out. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> okay, okay, Tom, I have one more question. I, yes. I've got uh, another home that we're trying to repair. It was built back in the 60s. It's got uh, outside is like cedar and then brick. On um, this one wall is about 20 foot long. They put, it looks like old cedar board back in the day, and they did a board and batten on it. I'd we don't want to put cedar back on it just because of the expense. Okay. It looks like three-quarter. So we wanted to come back with four-by-eight sheet of hardy, um, and we're going to run about 20 feet. My my thought is I want to hit the other wall where we're going to stop. I want to hit that flush. So can I cut strips of two-by-four and add them to the studs and then put the hardy on the wall after I put like a Tyvek? So when I hit that wall under the patio, we hit it flush? Yes, but what okay. you said there, what was real important is because wind-driven rain will still get behind Hardy and everything else, make sure you run that moisture barrier just to protect the, the strips that you put in because if they rot out, okay. then all your work is for nothing. But, yeah, you can you can fur out all you want. In fact, that's called vent skinning. It was actually a, a method we used for energy-efficient building back in the 90s before all these new technology came out. So it's it actually keeps the walls very dry if you have that airspace. Okay, and where the hardy meets the stud, where I'm going to tack my hardy to the studs, I've seen where guys are recommending putting like a water barrier, like a tape there, like a window wrap or something. So uh, is that? Well, you don't have to. If you you use the Tyvek, you don't have to. But if you want to, it's not going to hurt anything. I mean, it might be a little overkill if you, unless they don't use, if they're not using a moisture barrier, then yeah, you got to do something. The whole idea behind the moisture barrier is to protect the framing, the studs, the furring strips, all that, because the hardy's not going to rot. All right. Thank you, Tom. Sounds like a big job, but you'll be able to handle it a little bit at a time and always protect yourself. Uh, You know, I'm not a proponent of masks. Never was. I wouldn't wear them. I refused. I fought. A little, you know, I was like a little baby, and that's just the way it is. And now they're finding out it didn't do a lot for what the reason they were making everybody wear them. Uh, but plus, I'm outside all the time by myself. I'm I'm, I'm a loner. <laughs> I'm the uh, I'm like the wolf. I hunt alone. I need no one. <laughs> all right, came from a movie. Anyway, uh, but when it comes to protecting yourself on the job. If if you're sensitive to those kind of things, you should wear it. If you're dealing with lead, always wear it. Lead is is a problem when you're working with it. It's usually not a problem for a homeowner once you clean it up with a HEPA filter vac and that kind of thing. It's it's pretty mild, uh, but it's when you're working with it every day and you're spreading it around and it's more susceptible lead dust for uh, children because their bodies are smaller and still developing. At my age, you know, it doesn't really make much difference. You know, I could probably take up any bad habit I wanted to now, and either way, I'm going to die about the same time. Uh, but I'm not pushing it. Don't get me wrong. So I haven't taken up. Well, I got my own bad habits, but not too many, actually. All right, call me, 281-833-3333, and we will talk today. Pollen is everywhere. Uh, we're driving around on a, on a motorcycle yesterday, taking a little trip. We're going out tile, looking for tile and stuff, my wife and I, and, you know, enjoying the day. It was windy, almost blew me off the road one time, hit a curb, <laughs> but I survived and she just sits on the back and doesn't, doesn't care. Anywho, uh, there's yellow stuff everywhere and everywhere I'm going, I'm going by Willowbrook Mall down 1960 in the back ways and Parker Cypress. So you see nothing but oak trees. Just oak trees and yellow. We come back and we're all yellow. My motorcycle's all yellow. 
the tile we got was all yellow. We had to clean it off to make sure we got the right tile, that kind of thing. And uh, it was just a sample. And it's also doing creating havoc with your swimming pool. This is the time of year where you're gonna we're gonna go through a few weeks of this. Hopefully, we get some rain to wash it away here soon, and that helps uh, accelerate the 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 uh, getting rid of it. Uh, and your filters in your swimming pool are going to become a mess. Those, especially if you have a cartridge filter, or even if you have a DE, you got to backwash it more and do all these different things. If you're not a person that wants to take care of your own pool, I've got the perfect person that will. The same person I use because I don't have time to do all that. I'm heading back down to the Brownsville Mexican border on Sunday, and I'll be down there off and on for the next, well, through August at least for now. And uh, I don't have time to take care of it. I want someone to take care of my pool. I just put all new equipment in. I didn't. I just had all new equipment put in by the people who take care of it. It's clean and clear pools. Joe runs a great company. Joe Puccio is the owner of Clean and Clear Pools. Joe and Julia's wife, of course. And I should not dismiss that because she probably does more of the work than him. He's he's out running about and she's taking care of the business. Uh, but they do a fantastic job. If you're a person like me that just needs help, I need someone to take care of it because I'm not here. I've got uh, professional responsibilities down in, in, in Brownsville, and I have got to uh, continue to do that because it's a commitment I made, and I'm going to th- follow through with my commitment. So I'm not complaining about it at all. I like it. I like what I do down there. But as far as that goes, I need someone to take care of my house, and when it comes to the swimming pool, I put my trust in clean and clear pools, and I think you should too if you want someone to take care of your pool. And if you just need some maintenance just one time, let's say at the end of this pollen time, you need someone to go through and clean all your filter and stuff, they'll do that. Call them. They'll go through, they'll clean all the equipment, make sure everything's running real well, and that's it. You call it a day and go back to the DIYer you are and take care of your swimming pool on a regular basis. But let them get rid of this big mess because it will haunt you through the season if you don't take care of your filter after all this pollen. So now's a good time to put that on your schedule. Don't call them yet for that. Unless you have another problem, you need immediate attention. But I would say in about two, three weeks, uh, think about getting your filter cleaned if you're around that yellow, dusty uh, pollen from all the, uh, in my case, it's a live oak in my yard that's just creating havoc. It does every year. I keep saying I'm going to cut you down. It's bigger than my house now. Cut it down. It cost me (laughs) $18,000. So I think it won. It won the battle. I should have cut it down 20 years ago. But here we go with that time of year. Here you go with some information that can make your life better, and it's clean and clear pools. Now, when it comes to buying chemicals, they have a storefront. Uh, you can go to our website, homeshowradio.com, get all the contact information and the address and all that. If you just want to make a call and have weekly maintenance done, like I do, make sure the pool's clean. They come to my house every Thursday. I'm on their schedule. And I tell you what, my pool has never looked better, and they've only been here, I think, three times since I, I've switched and started with these people. And the difference is uh, visible, to say the least. It's very impressive. Clean and clear pools. You can find out more about them at homeshowradio.com. But remember, you're going to need that filter changed or cleaned or whatever kind of filter you have, backwashed. I don't know how when it's been done. But if you don't take care of your filter, it's just like a water filter. It'll just start recontaminating the pool. So make sure that you understand that. It doesn't just go away. It's all in there. It's amazing when they take those cartridges out, how gross they are with all that pollen. 
it just gums up like like a sludge. So if you're into water treatment plants, that's exactly what happens there, too. They have to do the same thing on a much larger basis. But with your swimming pool, it'll be time. So put it on your list. If you don't know who to call, always call the people on our home show radio certified home show pro list, and you won't go wrong. I'll guarantee it. Now back to home show radio with Tom Tynan. And we continue on on this time change morning. If you didn't do it last night, get your clocks changed. Uh, you'll need to have them in the right place tomorrow for most of you, not everybody. Some of you don't care. Monday, Sunday, it doesn't matter. That's because you don't do anything. You have no schedule. You live the life of of Riley. Other of us who have no schedule, we just work every day, like me, <laughs> then it doesn't matter either. So we're like two peas in a different pod. And then there's all those uh, nine-to-fivers Monday through Friday who we appreciate very much. They are the backbone of this country, and you can't say enough about them except good things. So call me, 281-833-3333, 281-833-3333, and we will talk today. Let's continue on with the callers who are up early this morning. Let's talk to Dick. Dick, you're on Home Show Radio. Uh, good morning, Tom. This good morning, is, sir. I live in Rosenberg. And my wife and I had our kitchen cabinets all re got all new cabinets, homemade from down the valley. Great. Painted them, painted them, primed them, painted them with oil-based paint. Six months, the insides are turning yellow. Yeah, that's because it's the paint. Anytime you take an oil-based paint and you have lack of light, uh, it will yellow. It will change color a little bit. Even if it's a colored paint, like a blue or whatever, it's not going to be the exact same color you put on there because the light, it reacts to light funny. And so that is the one downfall with the oil-based products is lack of light will cause a white paint. And I assume it's a very light paint, a white type of paint. It's going to turn it a little yellow. In that length of time, six months? Yeah. Wow. It's because it's inside the dark cabinets. I thought they, they I thought they, they got rid of all that. I thought they had it down in Pat now where the no, oil. No, not oil, not with oil base. No, they, they're improving latex. They are not improving the oil base products. Everybody's convinced they're going to be, uh, phased out eventually. Unfortunately, they try, but they have not found a way to make the water based paints give you that same hard finish that the oil-based paints do. Now, what you could do if it really bothers you and you could have someone paint the interior of the cabinet and not not the base unless you put down a protect something protective on the bottom where the pots and pans and stuff sit on, but they could do the interior of the cabinets, the back of the doors and stuff with a water base enamel and it won't yellow and it'll match. Uh, I wouldn't do the outside, but and you want to do the inside, you could. And I wouldn't do a, a shelf surface because it'll start to just get all marred up and get look terrible. But if you put something protective down, you could. Or just don't do that part of the cabinet. How about the epoxy that's made by Kelly Moore? I would not use an epoxy, no. Uh, epoxies will change color, too. Epoxies are meant for different types of applications, not for cabinets. Right, okay. Yeah. So the guy wants to repaint them all with oil base again. Well, I, what I would do is the outside looks okay to you, right? Yeah, but you can see the you can see the uh, marks on the uh, interior where the door glows shut. Oh, right around the edge there. Yes. Yeah, that's lack of light. It, it truly is. 
Uh, so if you wanted to, yes, just, uh, you can, you can paint a water base over that if you prep it right with a, uh, a TSP wash, a real good wash. But as far as that goes, it's just going to be, well, I'll tell you this. If he does it, get a really high quality enamel, have him do that. And I'm sure the, the painter will do that. And it takes a lot longer. It takes several months for it to cure to the hardness that you want. So you've got to be careful with it for more than just a, a week. It, you've got to be careful at least 60 days. I know. We put up with the smell of, because they sprayed them in the house, and it was horrible. Did they use a lacquer undercoat? Yes, they, they primed them and all that. No, yeah, you. If they use a lacquer undercoat, which makes a great surface, a new construction, we do it. Uh, but I wouldn't do it and have to live through it. It used to make me kind of sick, so I would get out of the house for a while. I was kind of sensitive to the lacquers. Uh, but, yeah, if they use the lacquer undercoat, which gives it a real hard finish, and then they use a, a oil-based top coat, and that's the part that yellows, not the lacquer, uh, then the smell can be really overwhelming. Well, they found out that the guy, the, the painter that did it, didn't use the top-notch paint either. Well, that's can be a problem. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're working on it. Yeah, and uh, you can go to uh, paint stores and, and have and talk to it. But the reason they don't put an additive in the oil-based paints, from what I'm told, is it shortens the life of the old base paints if they put a uh, an additive in there to keep it from yellowing. And uh, so that way they have to dispose of it quite a bit. And it also, they don't have enough of a market to justify it. So those are the two reasons that they don't do it. Can Do they have an additive? I don't know. I've never asked if they've had an additive. I don't think they do that they can put into the paint when you buy it. Right. Anyhow, the cabinets are beautiful, but my wife and I are not very happy with the amount of money we put into them, and they're turning yellow. Understand. All right. I appreciate your time. Uh, you're very welcome, and it's a very common thing. Most people don't notice, believe it or not. They just open the door, close the door, and they don't notice. But if you're real particular, especially with something that was all custom-made like that, I could imagine your disappointment for sure. When you do go buy paints, uh, they do have them in, in water base too, but they're called furniture paints, and furniture paints have a harder finish, so you might take a look at those also putting on the cabin. It's a little more expensive, but it's worth it if if you're real particular, but I don't know how the yellowing works on it. You'd have to talk to, uh, if, if it's not an oil base, it'll be all right. What's going to happen with oil base, it will be phased out. And it all starts with California. And California sets the rules. And this is what just happened with uh, pool pumps. Perfect example. Uh, across the country, you could buy a single speed pool pump, you know, 450 bucks or whatever when your pool pump wears out. And you still can, but if you hire someone to put it in they can't so the federal regulations now starting this year is that because of what happened in california uh, i think they started this a couple years ago you have to have a variable speed pump now so the cost of the pumps are going up to around two thousand to two thousand five hundred dollars and a licensed pool company can't install it now you as a homeowner can buy one and install it and that's fine uh, so, or they can install it if it's a repair, but they're not changing the pump itself or the casing on the pump. It's really weird. But the fact is, is they're just making everybody buy more expensive things. And most pool companies are just going to say, that's all we can do. They're not trying to cheat you or anything. It's just, they're, they're trying to protect their license. 
And uh, it all comes from a state where everybody's leaving. So I don't know. I can't say they're bringing it with them. It's not them. Uh, it goes to, to Washington first, and then you can blame the people in Washington that do that. But it sounds like it's a great idea. It sounds on paper, oh, it's going to use so much less electricity. We have one zillion uh, pumps out there, and if we put these motors in, we'll use less electricity. But it really doesn't work that way. And what it does is it strangles the people who would like to have a pool. So it gets to a point where people start saying, we just won't have a pool. We just won't have that, or we'll break the rules and, and find a way around it. Uh, so all it does is just strangle businesses. And so the businesses are the ones that probably take the biggest beating because you can get a single-stage pool pump on a, on a pool that runs eight hours a day. It's not that big a deal. Uh, there's a lot other places we could be doing a lot more things like protecting our waterways and not polluting all the water. Boy, can you see all that water getting all polluted lately? Uh, that uh, train wreck is a, is a good example. But we've got to protect our water more than we knew, just our electricity usage. And we're not doing that. We're actually increasing our electricity usage. So enough of that. Uh, but that's what happens when the regulations come through and, and a homeowner will pay for it. Cherry Companies is a company where can help you get some money. If you're going to do some remodeling and it means taking out some concrete, they'll actually pay you for your concrete. So there's a bright spot, and it's recycling. It should make everybody in Washington happy. But you know what? Before everybody in Washington decided to get happy that way and they were doing other things, uh, what happened was was cherry companies was in the recycling business since, like, the 60s. If there's a market for something, someone will find a way to to, to collect it and make money from it. There's a market for crushed concrete. And to make crushed concrete and then crush it, because you have to make big slabs of it, was kind of ridiculous. So what happens is they end up buying it from other countries that are actually doing that, like Mexico being one of them. But wouldn't it be better if we just could just supply our own here? Well, if we all helped each other and collected our broken up concrete, and it doesn't matter if it's got the rebar in there, they'll recycle that too, and take it to one of the 13 recycling locations here in the Houston area, then you know what? We're all doing our part, and you get a few bucks. Uh, that makes more sense. Everybody wins. Everybody's in business. Everybody's doing stuff like they're supposed to do. And well, I won't go down that road. Anyway, you will enjoy the fruits of your labor, especially if you take it out yourself. If you don't and you hire somebody or if a company is out there, you guys do that for a regular business. Or if you're a demolition company and you're taking concrete out and having to haul it away, you don't have to tell anybody. Just go to cherrycompanies.com slash recycle, cherrycompanies.com slash recycle, and find a recycle location. You can do it on your cell phone and just say, okay, we're going to go to the dump now, and then just take it and go get a few bucks for it. They want it, and they will give you money for it. And like I say, they're all over town, and they were recycling before recycling was popular because that's the business they're in. They actually started moving houses many, many years ago, and it just the company just grew and Recycled all kinds of things, but this is the big uh, push right now because it's for roads. You know, the infrastructure we're going to start building here in the country has already taken off, and it's amazing. I'm not going to get into the political side of that one, but it's amazing how much material we need uh, to do the things we need to do. And you can see the road construction everywhere, and you can imagine when the old roads go out, that stuff is not thrown away. Uh, cherry companies usually gets a lot of it, and it gets recycled and put right back into the roads when they go down new. And then you have levees and, and dams, and well, they need a levee in California now. One just broke on theirs. They probably could use some. Uh, but it is everywhere, and so take advantage of it. If you're, if you're a company that takes out concrete, 
cherrycompanies.com slash recycle. If you're a homeowner that's doing a project, I've done them. We're taking out a sidewalk and hauled it to the dump. And In fact, I lucked out because the guy at the dump said, listen, we won't charge you. Just put it over there. And now I know why. I thought, wow, that's great. This was years ago, back in the 80s. It's because he was going to sell it probably to cherry companies, and I didn't know it, or I would have sold it direct. Although they probably didn't have the opportunity for me to do that back then. That's cherrycompanies.com slash recycle. Don't throw that concrete in the dump. Well, they won't let you. They'll put it in a special place and send it to them, but get some money for it. Now back to Home Show Radio with Tom Tiny. Two eight one eight three three thirty three thirty three. For those of you waking up and calling, we appreciate it. We're going to go back to the callers and talk to Steve. Steve, you're on Home Show Radio. Um, I'm just living the life of Riley here. <laughs> They're good for you, man. There you like go. It. And that, that that concrete company back in the day used to use that term. Cherry is a really good thing. It's really cherry, you know, cherry out an old vehicle or whatever. So must be a great company. Actually, it was the family name. Oh, that, I got you. I thought maybe yeah, that's where it came up. from. Leonard Cherry. He was the guy that oh. kind of was, yeah, it was a family name. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, sorry about the uh, side note there. but uh, no, that's okay. That's got the old country property, 1920 place, and I had a estimate uh, consultation on an air conditioning HVAC guy came in and, you know, did real nice guy, but then he got to the point where, you, you know, wrote up the, the uh receipt or you know kind of the suggestion and uh, he came up with a, a company called goodman and i'd never heard the goodman company and i know you i've heard let talk listen to your show a long time and you said they all, they're all built the same but i've never heard a good i just want to get your take on that okay well goodman is a company that was started here by the goodman fa- uh the a family here in houston it wasn't named goodman but they named the company goodman it might have been their family name but uh, it was eventually sold to a Japanese company called Daikin. Daikin is the largest manufacturer of air conditioning systems in the world, and they actually brought their plant from Japan, uh, or might have been Korea, to Houston. So it's up where the old uh, Ford place was, at the, where they used to have the clobber line. I forgot all what the name of the company. But uh, Goodman is still around, and uh, it's a it's a base unit like a Rude. That is fine. There's, it's got some limitations on uh, some of the parts and pieces where you have to add a, a expansion valve and stuff. I have one in a house down at the beach. But if it's put in properly and you get a good installer who can tweak it, it's a, it's fine. It's as good as anything else out there. Yeah, he recommended three ton. He gave me three three estimates on, uh, 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 what, 14, 15, and 16 sear. And the 16 sear had a two-stage on it, all heat okay. pumps. He- here, here's my here's my advice there. 14 okay. sear. Sears mean nothing down here. 14 sear, single stage. Do not get in the variable. And it's okay, exactly great. what I would put in my house. And I'm, I'll, I'll tell you because when you go to replace that variable speed motor, when it goes down, it's going to be thousands of dollars. It's back to, I don't know if you probably didn't hear at the beginning when I was talking about pool pumps and how they're going from $400 to $2,200 now because they're going into variable speeds and by new federal right. regulations, and you do not want to have that happen. So you can still get a single-speed, uh, single-stage motor on that thing, and the repairs and everything else will be much more affordable. You'll keep that thing a decade longer than you'll do it with the other one. 
and quite frankly, it's going to be incredibly efficient if he puts it in right because uh, all systems of 14s and up, they're, they're it's super efficient. Excellent. Can I ask you a second question to a follow-up to another problem I have? Yes. Uh, it's a you know it's a nineteen twenty. It's up by Lockhart and Bastrop area. That's and awesome. I, you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff, but I haven't finally got round to the windows. And I got an estimate on that too. I had a guy come in and kind of tell me what mm-hmm. he could do. And it's uh, twenty four and a half by uh, sixty, and they're side by side. And there's a I call it a T post down the middle. I don't. I don't that's not the right that's term okay. for that. Yeah, it's it's. I got it, Mullion. Uh huh. Finally, yesterday, I pulled off the framing to see if there was a header up there. Of course, you know, 1920, uh, no. nothing. It was just, yeah, almost like it, like it came off the stud. But, and, and, and yeah, so and that's not the question I had. The question was when I went in, there's absolutely it's vacant between the shiplap and the outside cypress siding. Good, good. And I was, yeah, I was wondering at this point, it's a, about a thousand square feet. Five little rooms broken up, you know, and that that's where that Goodman AC and that probably Sear 13 will be fine. But insulation-wise, I've heard these stories where you can drill a hole, do they cut a hole, and then they, they pump stuff in there. What's your thoughts on that? Okay, here's my thoughts on your whole project. It, it's an exciting okay. project, and I've redone a house that was built in 1890 up in New York. I love doing old projects like that. Number one is they didn't have headers because the shiplap was the structure. Back then, they didn't have large members. Everything was a two-by-four right. or similar to that. They'd lay it down, then they'd shiplap the whole thing so you have sheathing on both sides. So you have this yeah. wall go up that has shiplap on the inside, shiplap on the outside, and you've just got the framing kind of separating it and giving it some bulk in the middle. Uh, as far as insulating that, don't. The reason that house is still alive is because it wasn't insulated. Insulation destroys homes, especially when you get into that type of construction, so you want it to breathe. But that don't don't get oh, crazy about the R value yet. Secondly, you said R13. It's actually an R14 you're going to be going with. It'll handle the, the load just fine. Uh, if you could, you insulate the attic in a house like that. Go up to an R30 in the attic. Simple, just a fiberglass, uh, formaldehyde-free fiberglass blown in on the floor of the attic, and if you can, have a radiant barrier sprayed on the underside of the roof deck and have your attic ventilation. 80% of the heat gain for that house is going to come through that roof, so you're going to attack it big time with that. Walls are only about 13%, and windows make and doors make up the other remaining. I think it's 7% or something. I did my numbers right. But uh, that'll help you some, but it'll just give you a better house because you're getting new windows. But don't mess with the walls, and here's why. You have shiplap, you have an airspace, you have shiplap. Then you probably have siding on the outside and on the inside. I'm assuming they sheetrocked it at this point, which it originally was not. It probably had wallpaper on it. And if you add those products up, your R value is probably around a 7 or an 8 because even the airspace has an R value. And the most you're going to gain out of it is a 13, so you're kind of close. But at the same time, the house will breathe, and it'll be a better house, and it'll be a house that won't give any problems because of the way it was built. Excellent. I, I like to love that. And if you were going to uh, that whole no non-header issue, it to set it up. To, I wanted beautiful views looking out those windows, and I'd really, I really rather not have those two smaller uh-huh. twenty. You know, twenty. Yeah. And then to to build a header in there, I guess to go about the idea of trying to okay. make that a one big bigger hole. You know. Yeah, that's fine. And you can cut it out. What you're going to do is start on the inside. 
and yep. you're going to cut the she- uh, cut the hole on the inside. Do you have sheetrock on the inside? No, no, it's still ship shiplap. Okay, shiplap. So you're going to cut the shiplap right out. Just make your cut and just pull the shiplap off, right? And then you're going to have your two by fours. Uh, you'll cut those. You'll set the header in on the inside. So the header's all okay. set. And then you go to the outside and cut it, and then the structure will hold. You can do that. It's fairly simple. It sounds uh, difficult, but it's not once you get a rhythm going. I don't know how many you have to do. But you can header 21. it all you want. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Well, well it, it, start one at a time. You'll get there. It's like peanuts well, in a jar. Keep putting them in. Window, so you divide that by two because, you know, make got one 11. Hole, so yeah. yeah, you got 11. It'll, it'll work. And you use two That's by twelves right. with three eighths plywood in between. It should fit. You might have to use half inch plywood because it could be a full four inches and not three and a half on the two by fours. They'll figure it out when they do that. But you'll be fine. But start from the inside is usually what you do and just cut it. And then once that header's up, you can do whatever you want on the outside. But the shiplap holds then, it all then, together. Then I, then, I can per, then I can purchase the uh, new construction windows with flanges too instead of the replacement ones. Yeah, you can do that. If on the outside is it siding? What do you have on the outside? Uh, it's the Cypress uh, old Cypress siding. Oh, beautiful, lap siding, beautiful. I guess it's yeah, that Cypress is hard as 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 can be. That's beautiful stuff. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can cut that. Just be careful to cut it, and you can still buy it too. It's 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 a wonderful product. It's it was the best siding uh, Mother Nature ever gave us. It's it's amazing. Hey, Tom, yeah. thanks for the time. I took a lot, lot of your time this morning. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. That, that uh, alleviated a lot of my issues. Yeah, remember this. It's an old house. It is not an energy-efficient house. It's a better house. It's a healthier house. But don't try to make it a 2023 super energy-efficient uh, refrigerated box that is killing America. You'll, li- you'll live a lot healthier it's, out it's there. A, it's, it's a getaway <laughs> place. I spend 99% Absolutely. of my time outside anyway. Don't don't even go with the energy efficiency thing. Just go with the comfort, and it's a it's a lifestyle choice, and it's a beautiful choice. That's what a home should be. I got to run. Uh, same when I, I bought a little house on the ocean. I'm not going to make it energy efficient. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> you can you can buy. I've actually, I got pretty cheap energy on it. All right, call me two eight one eight three three thirty three thirty three. If you're going to be landscaping like I've been doing all week, I counted my trees this morning. I went out. It was still dark. Had my coffee. I'm back to 13 fruit trees, and they are thriving finally after all those freezes we had. I uh, spent a lot of time last week at RCW Nursery. I mentioned that we did a, I did a lot of maintenance on my home last week because I'm here. I'm taking two weeks off. This is spring break. I work for a college, so now we're heading down to uh, uh, the ocean here in at tonight after the Oscars. I have to wait for that, but we won't go down that road anymore. All right, but RCW Nurseries, I was visiting a lot, and it's always such a great place. Saw David out there. Boy, are they busy. I'm telling you, I should have been in the gardening side instead of home improvement because everything dies every couple of years here, and then everybody has to replace it. It's a beautiful thing with a lot of money. I was even at the grass place at Cornelius the other day buying grass, and my starter went out, but I got a new starter in the Bronco. It's okay. RCW Nurseries, located at 249 and Beltway 8. Worth the drive from anywhere when it comes to citrus trees, when it comes to beautiful uh, uh, hibiscus now. I got some really nice ones, and they're blooming, and they're just lovely. I'm so uh, happy when I see them, and they're happy too. And they had basil in one-gallon containers, which is really rare. They just had a lot of stuff I like. And they're going to have stuff you like because you'll go there and say, wow, I didn't know they had this. I didn't have that. You're going to love it. It's RCW Nurseries. It's my nursery of choice since 1988. That's RCW Nurseries. Worth the drive from anywhere located at 249 and Beltway 8. And they have their own tree farm, too. If you're looking for trees, it's the only nursery to go to. 
Now back to Home Show Radio with Tom Tyner. Someday I'm gonna be famous. Do I have talent? Well, no. Home Show Radio is what we're doing here until 11 o'clock today. Time change has got us all off, and I'm off the clock too. So, but I had good calls. Uh, call me 281-833-3333. We have all open lines. I do want to mention about older homes. If you're going to buy an older home and remodel it, whether it's in the Heights, whether it's in Lake Placid, New York, where I did one, where, whether it's anywhere, when you get, or Galveston, what a great place to build an old home. And I, I work down in Brownsville. Man, they've got some really cool old homes there. I've got some of my faculty that have side jobs, you know, some of my welders and stuff redoing. Uh, They're very, very particular about keeping the, uh, the architectural vernacular for the time down there because it's a very old city. But it, it's really, it's really a lot of fun and it's a healthy home. It's, uh, they're good homes. They're never going to be perfect. You don't want it to be perfect. You want it to show its, its, its glory and its age. And you want to stick with, uh, some of the detail work that they did. Texas is a, a little unusual with the way they did the houses as opposed to, say, the Northeast. But there are some rules that were followed. But when it comes to structure, uh, the walls were framed with, with, uh, shiplap on both sides. And there was a reason for that. It was the structure. It held it together. It was an available type of lumber that was milled regularly. And there have been cases that people started remodeling and tearing the shiplap off and the house has fallen on them. And I remember one, just one instance since I've been here 35, 36 years now, uh, where a house fell and collapsed and killed somebody who didn't know what to do when they were remodeling. So when you're remodeling these homes, it is a lot different. I have talked to uh, some of our hardy installers and they have gone onto these homes, and when they when they take the old siding off, usually the asbestos and stuff like that that had been put on over the years, uh, they they find some real surprises because it was kind of make it up as you go in some cases if it's old enough, twenties, thirties, forties. There just weren't a lot of houses down here, and the ones that are still around, you probably see on the highway all dilapidated and falling down. Uh, it's because somebody lived there at one time. Most of them were sharecropper homes, so. Uh, when you get a home like that and you want to restore it like that, even if it's down in the old red light district in Galveston, if you want to restore it, remember what it is. Try to keep that in mind. You can't or you shouldn't try to. You can, but it usually becomes a disaster if you try. You cannot just make it a brand new home. You can put new finishes in there if you want, granite countertops and things. But when it comes to the structure, when it comes to the insulation package, when it comes to the energy efficiency ratios and ratings and stuff, you can't and you shouldn't because what happens with insulation is it, it absorbs a lot of moisture and it starts to rot away at the home in the structure. And so you have to be really careful on how it's used. Uh, and you can do that with new stuff today, but you can't do it on the older homes. What you start doing is trying to pack stuff in everywhere. And then all of a sudden, the home becomes kind of a moldy mess. And so you want it to breathe. The beauty of it is it would breathe all those years, so it would dry itself out naturally. And you're getting kind of into a vent skin system where if air is going to slowly move up in the wall, heat can't transfer through it. It becomes on the edges of that heat of that air movement blocking it. So it can't move uh, horizontally through a vertical air movement. And that's where the vent skin construction all came through. We talked about here on the show back in the 80s and early 90s. All right, I mentioned termite inspection a little while ago that's free. McGrath Pest Control is a company that will do that for you. This is I don't care if the home was built in the 1920s or 
Yeah, and one of the, that's actually a good point. You know, the ones we were talking about staying really dry, they don't attract termites like the ones today with all the insulation. You get a moisture in a wall, the termites and the carbon ranch, anybody who sees it, they're going to head that way. Once they find it, that's it, your history. They're going to start chewing away because they need the water. And so it, you've got to do your inspection, especially if you have a newer home or a home that's uh, had water damage and things of that nature. But it's just important because you never know today. And right now termites are showing their their nasty little heads everywhere. So get a free termite inspection. Call tomorrow, McGrath Pest Control. Have them come out and look at it. If they find it, don't freak out. Just you don't have to replace everything. You got to kill the 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 most important thing is you get rid of the colony. Let them kill it. And it's up to you whether you want them to do it or not. But they'll do the inspection and tell you what their findings are because it's just a really good company that is very responsible for the environmentally responsible with what they do. And they, they think about the uh, people who live in the home, too, because if you can poison a bug, you can poison a person. But they're smart enough to know how to poison the bugs. I'll guarantee it. Why gamble on your home improvement projects? Play it smart. Go with the experts Tom trusts. Select professionals who've qualified to be a certified home show pro. Ideal Roofing. Installing quality material with quality workmanship. Mueller Steel Buildings. Made in America. Made to last. AirTech, Houston's reliable air conditioning and heating company. Find Tom's directory of trusted home show pros anytime for any project at homeshowradio.com. Now, more Home Show Radio with Tom Tynan. 281-833-3333 is the company. It's a company. 281-833-3333. It must be the time change. It's the number you call. To get uh, uh, your question answered or asked, at least I don't know if it'll get answered. I'll try uh, on the show here at Home Show Radio. I want to remind everybody that HomeShowRadio.com is the website that doesn't cost you anything. We're not asking you to pull out your credit card to sus- subscribe. We don't give you half-written uh, articles or half-shown videos that you want to see. The rest, if you do here, punch here, put your credit card in, pay for a subscription. None of that, and everything there is. For you, videos, access to all our certified home show pros, everything. There's nothing that you have to worry about spending money on. And I've done a lot of work over the years and a lot of years in this on doing this show. Remember, I started out as Home Improvement Hotline on, on another station here in town. And then 23 years, no, 21 years now here on Sports Radio 610 with Home Show Radio under that, that name. You know, just a copyright thing. Uh, but as far as that goes, I'm just here to help. And I've spent a lot of time finding the right people for you. I know if uh, I moved to a different city and I didn't know who to call, I sure would be asking people, you know, on the street, friends, neighbors, whatever it would take. Hey, I need someone to help me. Air conditioner, I need someone to help me here. A lot of you don't have that. If you hear the show, just go to homeshowradio.com. I've done it for you. And you don't have to be my friend, my neighbor. You don't even have to like me. But those people are really good. And so... If you're really looking for somebody and you're from out of town, go to homeshowradio.com, one word, and just look at all our sponsors and all of our certified home show pros, and you're going to get the best and people who are really honest with you. They're not going to be taking advantage of you. Unfortunately, today, just so you know, everything is 30% higher than it was four years ago. And for those of you who haven't been stuck in a situation where you're about to pull out a checkbook because of a major repair, you're going to go, wow, I don't remember it ever being that expensive. That's the way it is. So it's not that somebody's trying to steal from you. It's just the nature of what happened over the last four years. And a lot of 
things happened in the last four years. So it really did affect costs, just like eggs. Everybody wants to use eggs. I don't eat eggs. I can't stand the things. <laughs> but if I used to eat them, I, I changed my whole diet. Now meats and dairy products and stuff I don't touch. But And it, it kind of grosses me out. And so eggs do too. But luckily for me, I don't have to buy $9. But I was at the store yesterday with someone who likes eggs and looking at them going, really, they cost that much? Wow. Anyway, it's the same in home improvements too. So make sure you spend it wisely with someone you really want to. And that means going to homeshowradio.com. I went to homeshowradio.com yesterday because I needed an address. Because my wife and I jumped on the Goldwing and we took off to a... uh, one of our certified home show pros. I knew where it was, but I wanted the address to see how the GPS worked. It didn't work very well. And it was Texas Floors. What nice people. Design Center. We sat around. I, I didn't have anything to choose. I was looking at some of the new vinyls, which are awesome. Uh, it's amazing some of the new products that are out today that I didn't even I don't even keep up with. And being in the floor covering business, it's changing every single day. So you'll find uh, someone there to talk to you about it, uh, whoever happens to be there. I'm not going to give out names because you're asking for one, and everybody's going to be helpful. In our case, we were looking for decorative glass tile for a shower we're redoing, and we found it. We're going to double-check it on Friday, but we found it, and uh, it's all at Texas Floors. So whether it's tile, whether it's floor coverings of any kind, carpet, vinyl, uh, goodness, porcelain, tiles of all kinds, uh, you name it, they have it. And they'll help you. They've got a design center that will help you pick out exactly what you need. If you kind of know what you want, just call them, and they'll come to your house and bring you the samples and take the measurements. And you can go through that, too. And it's a lot easier for you. You don't have to travel. That's Texas Floors. You can find them at homeshowradio.com. Getting the yard and garden you really want is easy with help from the Home Show Garden Pros. Houston's leading independent locally owned nurseries come together Saturday 7 till 9 about how often should I be watering and how much water should I get to grass. Answering questions anytime at homeshowgardenpros.com. Videos, advice, tips, and the Garden Pros podcast. Always on, always free. Helping you be a better gardener. The Home Show Garden Pros. Saturday 7 till 9 on Sports Radio 610 and online anytime at homeshowgardenpros.com. Stay tuned. Home Show Radio will return shortly.